22 races, 21 drivers and one world champion. It's time to look back at a crazy 2021 season. This is the Scenario 7 Podcast Award Show. Hello and welcome back to the Scenario 7 Podcast. My name is Sam and today we are packed to the rafters with co-hosts. Unfortunately, we had a late dropout in Josh Bacon, who uh, unfortunately couldn't make it. Otherwise, we'd have had every contributor this year. But we've got quite a few instead. We have, first of all, I'll introduce you one by one. We've got the the one who's pretty pretty consistent, the one who's here every week and has been since the start of the year. Joe, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Sam. How are you? I am I am good. And then we've got the two two that joined us later in the year and they've added some great insight. First of all, it's our Alex Albon lookalike. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you, Sam. That's that's great to hear. And we've got Mr. Robert Constantine, Romania's finest. How are you, mate? I'm good. You should call me the Scenario 7 Stig because I've been doing your laps, you know. The, well, there we go. The Scenario yeah. 7 Stig. I mean, we're going to have to get you kitted out with a costume now. Now you've said yeah, that. Please but, do. Mate, it's, it's, it's definitely in the works. But we are here for the award show. We've got some awards we're going to give out to certain drivers as we reminisce over a fantastic season and um, give, dri- uh, give drivers awards who we think really stood out. But um, first of all, we, let's let's look back at the season. It's been pretty amazing, in my opinion. But I want to get your you guys' opinion on what you thought of the season. Starting with, let's start with Robert. Right. Well, I think it's one of the best seasons in Formula One history. It's definitely the best season uh, since the the hybrid era began in 2014. We've had everything from surprise wins to an incredible battle for the both titles, actually, um, both the drivers and the constructor championships. That went down to the wire, as we predicted late in the season. Uh, we had some incredible performances from both of the top contenders uh, to the championship. Both Hamilton and Verstappen proved that they are the best drivers on the grid. Um, and then we also had some, you know, some, some massive, some big surprises. Uh, from the smaller teams, um, most notably Williams, managing to, managing to get a podium um, at Spa, uh, which I don't think anyone had that on their bingo cards. Um, then obviously the, the McLaren 1-2, the only team to get a 1-2 in the 2021 season. Who would have thought it would be McLaren? So overall, I really enjoyed this season and hopefully next year uh, we, we won't be let down. It was the longest season in F1 history, and it seems like we, it, it won't be the longest for, you know, for, for too long. Um, maybe next year we'll, we'll have an extra race in there. We'll get that 23rd. We'll see. It's, it's very, it's, it's tiring for the drivers, the engineers, everyone who's involved in it. But it's just so exciting to, to watch as a spectator. Mm, yeah, it's certainly exciting. Joe, you're a big Hamilton fan. Your man didn't quite oh. win it this year. But um, what do you think of the season? 
I, I, I would kind of disagree with Rob. I wouldn't, as in, I think the Rosberg Hamilton, like, I think if you turn by different teams, I think it's, it's probably the one of the best, um, like, um, two teams against each other that I've personally seen. Even you, you can't really compare the McLaren Ferrari in two thousand and eight, and then two thousand and seven as well. So yeah, um, but it is in the hybrid era. Some of the Rosberg races um, had drama and all that sort of great racing as well. But yeah, this year has been very up and down um, in terms of um, the FIA decisions. Um, but I think that that for me, I think for this season, for me, it is 21 races and a very dull ending uh, with with the, the last race. I think 21 races is probably the best... Um, I'm kind of going back myself. Yeah, I would agree, Robert. It is the best season in, in the hybrid era. But I think it's it kind of soured by the last race, I would say. But overall, 21 races, yeah, has been very, very good. But, yeah. A, a real... A real roller coaster of emotions there, Joe. Matt, yeah. what about you? Finally, thoughts on this season? Um, yeah, it's been a season that's had everything: drama, stewards, um, a driver getting their first ever Grand Prix win. Um, I mean, it was basically impossible to predict this season um, from the very start. Um, in testing, you Mercedes were all over the place. They like, probably one of their worst testing they've they've ever had and um you know red bull gave them a, a solid fair fight um ferrari's um redemption in a way from uh, last year cl climbing their way up the constructors uh the fall of aston martin uh with the regulations same with uh, mercedes in a way but mercedes was still still the top dog um yeah phenomenal season probably the best we've had for, for a while. Mm, yeah, it's certainly, for me anyway, I think it's my favourite season I've watched in F1 that I can remember anyway. It really has had everything, as you guys have said, and it just makes me really excited for next season to see what they can bring. Of course, Joe, as you mentioned, a few things have happened with the FIA and decisions. Hopefully this season has made them... I don't know, almost re rethink what happened, think over it, make sure it doesn't happen again, and hopefully they can learn and improve from it. But the racing was fantastic. We had a great rivalry. And, yeah, all, awesome season for me. Great to see my man Checo Perez in a Red Bull at, with some fantastic races. So that was awesome for me. And, uh, yeah, fantastic. Now, let's move on to the award giving. Now, we have got five awards we're going to give out today. First one being race of the season, then we've got drive of the season, then we've got best rookie, most improved driver and driver of the season. So that's five awards. There's four of us. All of us are going to give our nominee for each of the awards and the person, they're also going to explain why they feel like that nominee should win. And then the person with the most votes, the track or driver, will win our um, award for the season. And then if it's a draw in the unlikely outcome that happens, then 
we did a poll on our Instagram and we've got some definitive results. So if it's a draw, it goes to public vote. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see what, what happens with a few of them because a few I feel are nailed on. But then there's a few that could throw up some surprises, but we'll see. First of all, race of the season. And I, I'm going to go first. I have picked the Hungarian Grand Prix. It was a fantastic race. There were a few I had to choose between. I think the Russian Grand Prix deserves a lot of, um, deserves a mention. And also, if I was going to choose that, then uh, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. But I was kind of put off that race by the Pirelli incompetence with their tyres. And that's kind of put me off that race, even though my man Sergio Perez did win. But yeah, Hungarian Grand Prix, it was such an amazing race that started on lap one where Valtteri Bottas and Lance Stroll pretty much take out half of the grid. Both Red Bulls are hit, both McLarens are hit. It was such a crazy start, caused a red flag, everyone's in, on the outlap, Everyone on the pit uh, on on the grid pits except Lewis and first. So it, you had this incredible picture of Lewis Hamilton just on the grid in his on his own, and that ended up costing him. And because of this, the you had the amazing dynamic where both of the front runners and Lewis and Verstappen were near the back and having to work their way forward. Verstappen had really heavy damage. Lewis would just um, Lewis was storming through the field, but a masterclass in defending by Fernando Alonso meant that he gave his teammate his first ever win, Esteban Ocon. And just throughout the race at a drama, for me, it's my favourite track anyway, the Hungarian Grand Prix. I'm pretty sure Matt also shares that opinion. So it was awesome that we had an amazing race, which culminated with a special moment with Esteban Ocon getting his first win. But that is my race of the season. Matt, I'm going to go to you first. What is yours? Uh, well, it is the Hungarian Grand Prix. Very shocked there. Uh, you've already explained quite a lot, um, so I just thought I'd fill in, in bits that uh, you might have missed. Um, as you said, the two Red Bulls got um, wiped by Valtteri Bottas. Uh, Verstappen didn't have his right um, sideboard, so a massive chunk of his car... Um, just fell off really and he was having to battle his way through with a pretty wrecked Red Bull car um, his battle with yeah, the battle with uh, Mick Schumacher um, Mazepin in the pits um, got his wheel completely crunched off and <laughs> that was the end of his race um, Ocon and Vettel uh, had a brilliant uh, battle for, for the whole race but Vettel just couldn't quite overtake um, Esteban Ocon. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget uh, Russell going on to his engineer saying, what do I do, what do I do? And then just <laughs> driving to the front of the queue. <laughs> and Crofty's like, oh, Russell's P2. Um, but yeah, the race, the race was brilliant. There were so many things going on, whether it was drivers, um, constructors, the person uh, in the lead of the race, the weather, different tyres. Yeah, it, the race had uh, everything for me. That's why, it's, that's why I've chosen it. Mm, yeah, uh, a great pick. Robert, who are you gone for? Well, drum roll, please. Right, no need for that, because my vote goes to the Hungarian Grand Prix. 
what a surprise uh you guys have basically covered everything as you said you you never got bored in that race it was just constant action uh it 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 was just weird it, it was strange it was different you know we had probably one of the the the, the best images of the season as you said sam uh, with lewis on the grid by himself just the, the medical car in the back and everyone else you know rushing to uh, to pit for for dry tires um i thought it was it was a great race um in the end alonso just proved how how great he is um such such a brilliant drive um by alonso just, uh, it was a masterclass in defending he he pushed hamilton to the limit um he he didn't back down even though his his car the alpine does just does not compare it to the mercedes but he he managed to make use of the the actual track and he did it well and obviously he helped his teammate get his first win in formula 1 which was a, a such a such a beautiful sight to see after everything that ocon has been through you know um, in f1 because this sport has not been nice to him um and he he fully deserved to be on 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 the top spot of that podium uh, and for that reason i think hungary has to be the the best race of the season yeah so that is three votes for hungary meaning that hungary will end up as our race of the season but joe are you going to go for someone different or are you going uh, to yes. yes um because i think for me this this race caused drama um and I think Josh would agree on this one. Monza, Italy, as a as a McLaren fan, it was very well for me. I think more than Josh, very emotional just due to the fact it was so been so long since a McLaren driver won. I didn't really care who it was. Um, also, uh, Norris got P two, so it's the, as Robert said earlier, the only um, well, yeah, only uh, one to finish. Uh, this season so that's also why and also the um the i think i was can't remember how long the stop was i think it was that 18 second stop from verstappen which then ultimately caused the mayhem which uh which made made him collide with lewis hamilton and made that again as as you can describe this season a lot of iconic images um so of this one iconic image of uh hamilton well no, no, Verstappen getting on the top of Hamilton's car and then, yeah, chaos. Well, a lot of swearing from, from Max and then the chaos after um, in the, uh, well, in the uh, press conference obviously transpired there. But yeah, it's, if, for me, that was the best race just due to the drama, the speed as well of Monza and the overtaking that you can do around Monza. Mm, yeah, no, it, it was definitely uh, another one that had to be considered just because of how amazing it was uh, for that McLaren team and for Danny Ricciardo, who has been through some tough times adapting to McLaren. So that was really awesome for him to get that race win. But with three votes to four, hung, the Hungarian Grand Prix will be our 
race of the season, deservedly so. And in our poll, the public agreed Hungary got 40% of the votes with Abu Dhabi, Monza and Brazil coming joint second with 20%. So the, the public agree, but yeah. Hungarian Grand Prix is race of the season, but it's time to move on to drive of the season. This is an individual, um, just uh, how a driver did over a weekend. And I think we're all probably going to give the same answer for this um, because one really stood out, but I'm going to let Joe start. In your opinion, who was your driver of the season? Uh, Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Brazil for me as and it was a testament of him being I think deserving of being having those seven world titles and put himself back in the title hunt and could potentially have won it as in if he for me if he didn't win that race he would have been out of it and Verstappen probably would have won it around Saudi Arabia so it's very that, that race for me was for him well for Lewis Hamilton was very important and the overtakes for him going from 20th to to I think it was fifth and then taking the five grace pit penalty from 10th to first. And obviously that controversial uh, moment with Max and Lewis with Max seemed him to turn um turn turn out, which then caused um basically Max to uh out put uh, push. Um, Lewis out wide so yeah it's that for me that I know you guys uh, can explain it more but for me that was the the drive of the season because Lewis was just ridiculous and phenomenal at that weekend mm, yeah I am going to agree with you on that one Lewis Hamilton in Brazil is my drive of the season as well the F1 gods threw everything at him they really did they were like Right, you get polling, qualifying. We're going to disqualify you from qualifying for a technical infringement, which I'm pretty sure the FIA put in their notes that Mercedes wouldn't have known about and it wasn't their fault. And then the sprint race, he went from 20th to 5th in just 24 laps. But then they were like, you need an engine penalty because you've changed your ICE. Dropped down to 10th. And then to come from 10th, and win the race by 10.5 seconds. Despite Max's best efforts to keep him off the track, he absolutely blitzed the grid. It was such a superb performance over the weekend. Nobody was going to stop him from winning that race. And for me, that is why Lewis Hamilton Brazil was my driver of the season. Let's move on to Robert. Who have you gone for? Oh, that will be three votes for Lewis Hamilton in Brazil. No other driver managed to to get on that level uh, this season. Um, it was probably the most important race of the season for Lewis. Um, as as Joe said, he had to win it. He did. Uh, and in in what way? It, it was just impressive. He He proved again that whenever he... He's, you know, put into an un- uncomfortable situation. He can always fight back. And it's, it's never too late for, for Lewis Hamilton. It's never over for him. Um, and it, it, it just goes to show how, you know, how talented he is, first of all, um, because he did it in, in a car. Um, 
in which Bottas could not really overtake, you know, um, around Brazil. Again, Lewis had a, a newer engine, fair enough, but it, it doesn't mean that Bottas is, you know, was disadvantaged by that. It just means that Lewis is really good, especially around Brazil. You know, probably one of his favorite tracks. He always, always does well around Brazil. You know, winning your first championship in Brazil, it, it, it must be, it, it must turn it into one of your favorite tracks. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, and also, I think it was a very important race um, just because of the incident with Verstappen. Uh, and, and that just kind of set everything up for the, uh, the, the finale and you know the, the two-race finale that we had in Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi. Uh, but yeah, Lewis in, in Brazil, just exceptional. Mm. Matt, you're, you're up next with the final vote. Are you going to give it to Lewis in Brazil or are you going to give it to someone else? No, I'll be uh, making it four votes for Lewis Hamilton around Brazil. Um, it was just a phenomenal drive from Hamilton. Um, the FIA threw everything at him and uh, he, he threw it straight back at them. Um, it was just so good. Um, the power unit was relentless. Um, he just completely floored his way through the field. Um, as, as I thought I'd mentioned, it was also we had sprint qualifying, so that uh, massively helped Hamilton, but that didn't um, shard away from how relentless um, he was during that race. And um, yeah, it's definitely one I remember for, for a very long time um, to be that dominant around, around that track. And it was, he did some brilliant overtakes as well. Um, I remember Martin Brundle almost gasping when he absolutely sent it on Lando. And it was so important for his, his championship battle. And so, yeah, that's why I've given it to Hamilton at Brazil. Mm, so that's a full house for Hamilton in Brazil. And deservedly so. The public also agreed Hamilton Brazil got 50% of the votes. The other votes went to Perez in Holland, which was interesting. It wasn't me. I promise it wasn't me. And uh, Bottas in Turkey, uh, Mr. Archie Corbett had to give some Bottas uh, propaganda, uh, especially in his one win for the season. But yeah, Hamilton and Brazil is our drive of the season. Now let's move on to our next award, which I know that there's only three options, but could potentially prove that uh, a few different votes, so we'll have to see. Um, let's get um, Robert, you start us off, mate. Um, what's the category, Sam? Best rookie. Best rookie. We forgot to mention it, I think. Right. Well, there are only three rookies, as you said, um, with two of them being out of the question uh, purely because they raced for a team that couldn't be bothered. So... By default, Yuki Tsunoda has to win my point. My, my vote goes to Yuki. Um, it was a, a rough season for him. He had some, some good races. Um, but overall, it, I, I would say it was a mediocre performance, even, even though he's a rookie. 
he, he did have a, a pretty good car, uh, as Gasly proved. Um, but it, you know, we'll we'll cut him some slack. It's it's his first season in F one. He he got some points. You know he he got involved in a few incidents, uh, a few reckless, you know, incidents, which is is not ideal for a rookie, especially. But overall, he has to win this category simply because he he actually got some points. I think that's a, a good explanation. Joe, we're coming to you next. Who's your best rookie? Well, you and I isolated Yuki Tsunoda a lot. I call him that he shouldn't be in the sport. <laughs> one of the worst drivers I've ever seen. No, was, no man's been. No, but uh, yeah, one of the worst drivers um, on the grid. But yeah, I think he's, as I agree with Robert, he's really come on. I would say the last four races or four or six races, he's actually starting to put in performances, starting to help Gasly's back a bit with with how much he's carrying Alpha Alpha Taro. So yeah, I would give it to Yuki just for the fact he's improved in the last six races and not it's changed my opinion. He's not he, he yeah. He he's not a hothead. He's he's actually starting to calm down and put in, put in results. And starting to look good for next season. Mm, yeah, Matt, are you going to make it uh, three of the best he's made and pay for Yuki Tsunoda, or are you going to bring someone else to the table? Um, I'm going to bring someone else to the table, uh, mainly because of F2 and just the whole story. Um, so I've chosen uh, Mick Schumacher. Um, he was in the worst car on the grid. Um, it's, it's very clear that, that that car wasn't developed at all this season. Um, but there's there's two examples I've in particular. Um, he can qualifying P14 in Turkey, um, out-qualifying a McLaren at Turkey. Um, I mean, that McLaren has not only won a race, that McLaren's also got pole position. So I thought I'd, thought I'd give Mitch Schumacher um, some praise. Um, even his mini battle with Verstappen at Hungary kind of showed um, how much um, he's willing to fight with other cars, even if it's, you know, the, the leading uh, driver in the championship. Um, and a, a similar theme of winning the F2 means um, you, <laughs> you, you don't exactly get the best seat for next year. Um, Mick Schumacher won the F2 Championship in 2020, um, was presented with the worst car. Nick DeVries was champion in 2019, didn't even get an F1 seat. Um, George Russell, 2018, uh, was F2 champion. Uh, he got the worst car on the grid at the time, which was a Williams, which didn't, didn't score a single point. And uh, finally, Oscar Piastri, uh, 2021 uh, F2 champion doesn't even get an F1 seat, but he's the uh, reserve driver for Alpine. So, yeah, I thought I'd give Mick Schumacher some praise. Um, it's important um, to not forget what he's achieved in F2, and uh, he's a driver that definitely has a lot of talent. Mm, yeah, he certainly has talent, and he's probably the only other driver that can give Yuki some competition, but I'm going to make it uh, Yuki Tsunoda three out of four, meaning he's our best rookie, I, he's been good to us quite a lot. He has been rash. He has had moments of 
idiocracy. He's just been an idiot so uh, a few times. But he, there have also been some fantastic races where he has shown why he should be an F1. I'm thinking in the last race, he came fourth. He beat his teammate um, in Abu Dhabi. He came sixth in Hungary. At the start of the season, he had some good performances. And as Robert said, it's his first year in F1. He has shown that he has pace. He has shown he has talent. He just needs to refine it. And then he'll become a great driver. Even in his first race in Bahrain, he, Martin Brundle, I remember singing his praises because he finished ninth and he really came up through the field. I'm looking forward to see what he can do in 2022. I feel like he's maturing into a good driver and that hopefully he can put up a bit more competition if he cuts out his rash moments. But to be honest, there wasn't much competition in this category. But I think Yuki Tsunoda does deserve some praise. And he is my best rookie, meaning that Yuki Tsunoda wins the award for the Scenario 7 uh, Best Rookie. And the public actually disagreed with us. So the person with the most votes in the public vote was actually Schumacher with 50%. And second was Mazepin with 33%. And Yuki Tsunoda coming in last with 17%. So a big, um, it's, it's very different to what we think, but um, it's um, Yuki Tsunoda is best rookie, even if the public don't necessarily agree on the poll we did, but we are three categories down and we got two to go. And when I was, when I used to play for a football team, this is the award you didn't want to win because it was basically a pity award for the, the player that's, that he's tried a lot, but we're giving this a genuine award. Most improved driver. I think this award is the most open uh, because I'm not really sure who people are going to go for. Um, but let's start with Matt first. Who is your most improved driver? Um, as you said, there's so many to choose from. Um, but I'd like to <laughs> carry on with the theme of uh, praising a F2 champion and uh, choose George Russell. Um Nobody predicted what he was able to achieve this season. Um, there's so many great, great drives, um, in particular Spa. Um, it kind of showed Toto Wolff why he deserves that Mercedes seat and sh- showed the world that he, he will one day be a Formula One world champion. Um, he, he was leaps and bounds um, this season compared to last year. Um, improved in so many different aspects, not just qualifying. Um, he made uh, he qualified in the top three uh, twice this season. Uh, Spa and Russia. Um, he is supremely confident in wet conditions. Um, he had four Q3 appearances uh, in qualifying. Um, Sixteen points for Williams is also very impressive and. Um, in particular, um, Austria um, qualif- qualifying um, on the mediums to get into Q3, whereas quite a few drivers qualified in the softs. Um, just shows how much talent he has. And um, yeah, very interested to see how he does um, next season. So for my most improved driver, I've chosen George Russell. So one, one vote for George Russell. Let's go to Joe next. Who are you going for most improved driver? Again, I, I maybe Josh would have thought it's very yeah. I, I going for a McLaren driver. 
in Norris. I think he's improved so much from um, last season, even though he did get a podium last year. Um, but he's improved on that. He's got four podiums. He, he probably should have got um, P5 in the drive standing if it wasn't for some just unlucky on like the tyres being stupid and just, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And yeah, he's just, yeah, overall he's just improved. We've got um, impressive pole around Russia. He should have probably won Russia if it wasn't for him being quite naive um, with uh, Lewis breathing down his neck. So for me, he's he's improved. He's going to gain experience from those uh, mistakes like uh, obviously Russia and then obviously maybe tie wear management around uh, Qatar. Saudi, I think he got a punch in Saudi Arabia as well. And um, trying to think of the next one. Oh, and um, the, uh, Abu Dhabi as well. So, yeah, it's, it's just, um, it, there's still more improvement, but for me, he's, he's the driver of the season. Mm, so we've got two different answers so far, and I'm going to make it three. My most improved driver is Esteban Ocon. After not getting points in four consecutive races, uh, including having a torrid time in Austria, he changed his chassis, he talked to the team about it, and then he got five consecutive points finishes, including his first race win in Hungary. He was beaten on the line by Bottas to deny him a podium in Saudi Arabia. He finished just seven points behind his teammate Alonso, who's a two-times world champion, in 11th. And he helped Alpine beat Alftari and Aston Martin to win fifth in the midfield battle, to be honest, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming before the season. So he's had a really good year. Um, he's also, uh, cool stats, statistically the best launch, has the statistically the best launch average on the grid. Uh, so that's the fastest to go from zero to 200 kilometres an hour. And I feel like he's just come a long way because... Robert mentioned it earlier when talking about him. A lot of things haven't gone quite right for him. And despite this not being the season where he's got the most points, that was in 2017 when he was with Force India, where he came eighth, he had, did, he, his car this year hasn't been as good. That car, that Force India was very quick and had very little competition. This year, the midfield was stacked with talent and his car wasn't as quick. He did very well. He got his first race win. And for me, his best season in F1, he still, in my opinion, has a shot at a Mercedes seat. We will see what happens when Lewis retires, uh, whenever that may be. But I feel like he's got a shot uh, to be a second drive with George. We'll have to see. But best season in F1 for me, most improved driver is Esteban Ocon. But Robert... You've got the decisive vote. You could send it to public vote by choosing someone else, or you could pick one of the three drivers that we went for. Who are you going for? It, it's it's so difficult to pick someone for this category. Um, I do have someone in mind, and it will be the fourth different vote. I'm going to go for Lance Stroll. Oh. I think he 
this season he he showed that he he's starting to mature as a driver. What I see in Lance Stroll is what we've seen in Verstappen back in 2017, 2018. Stroll finished just nine points behind Vettel in the championship standings um, in a car that was very disappointing. Um, managing to, to be so close to you know a four-time world champion, that's not an easy feat. Um, and Lance Stroll has... He's just, I don't know, he, he's just a, a good driver now. You know, he's no longer the, the meme driver. He, he used to be, um, a few years ago, he used to be what Mazepin is now, uh, pretty much. And I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. I think all of you can agree. Yeah. Um, but now he's, he's just a mature driver who does make some mistakes occasionally, but that's... That's understandable, but overall, I I'm really impressed with with his uh, his racing. So I'm, I will, my vote will go for Lance Stroll. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this has sent it to the public vote. So we've got four different votes here. I went for Ocon, Robert Stroll, Russell for Matt, and. Um, I've forgotten who Joe's gone for, but it was a, di- oh, it was a Nor- different Hello, Norris. Norris, that was it. I knew it was a McLaren driver. So we have four different drivers sending it to public vote. So whoever the public <laughs> voted the most improved driver will oh. win the award. And I can say in joint second place was quite a few of our picks. Ocon got 12.5%. Norris got 12.5%. Russell got 12.5%. Sainz, Latifi and Gasly all got 12.5%. But the winner with 25% is going to be, he's won an award already, Yuki Tsunoda is the Scenario 7 most improved driver. (laughs) Robert's walking up. He's had enough. This he, he is not happy. Robert, you've got to remember he is completely gone. Robert, you've got to remember you're the one who sends it to public vote. You can you cannot be you the one. You could have said Norris. You could have said Norris and ended it. I mate, it can we can we go vote. back and can we go back and vote again? I'm afraid uh, not. This is the final public vote. Yuki Sonoda has walked away with two awards tonight. This is Quite incredible. Oh, clap for him. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's give an award. I mean, he can still win one more award. You you don't know how it's gonna go. Oh, we, we, I swear to God, it's a troll. We're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, Yuki Sonoda is our mo- gets our most improved driver award. Definitely a surprise. If Josh was here, he definitely wouldn't have won it. But Josh isn't here, so. Very interesting. Congrats to Yuki. And we're now moving on to the big award, Driver of the Season. The one All 21 drivers wanted to win. Admittedly, Kubica didn't really have much of a chance only racing in two races. But it's going to be... It's going to be interesting who's going to win this because I am pretty set on who I think should win. But 
first of all, let's go to Robert of who you think should win driver of the season. Well, it's it's difficult, but then again, I think there's one obvious answer, and that should be the world champion Max Verstappen. So my vote will go for Max Verstappen. That might be a surprise to everyone. Um, he he deserves this this award, and I think whoever had won that championship, they would have gotten my vote because they both showed that they deserve to win it. Uh, Verstappen is a, a a relentless driver who will never back down. Um, he always he's always gonna gonna go for that overtake. He'll always defend, uh, you know, and, and use as much of the track as possible. He is, you know, he is pretty much the pinnacle of young racing drivers in in motorsports at the moment. Um, he is the most talented. He he's very hardworking. He's he's been in Formula One for a few years now, so you know he got he got used to the the, the taste of, of victory a few years ago, and now he's he's won his first championship. Uh, I will say it's the first of of a few, at least. Uh, it's it won't be his only championship. I think Max Verstappen has a a bright future ahead, um, and from managing to to be the greatest driver in Formula One history. He deserves he deserves this award. Mm, I'm gonna go next. And I agree with you, Robert. I've got to give it to the world champion, Max Verstappen. It's so tough because I have said on so many podcasts this season, Carlos Sainz has been driver of the season, Carlos Sainz has been driver of the season, but I just can't ignore Verstappen. What he's done to be a seven-time world champion has been phenomenal. He led 652 laps this year, while the rest combined led 348. That says it all. He has been so dominant. It came down to the last race, but he has just been so good. 10 wins, 18 podiums. The way he won was controversial. I don't doubt that, but he deserved that title, in my opinion. He was just so good. As you said, Robert, he's still young. He's early 20s. He's going to win more world titles. And I was very close to choosing Carlos Sainz, but I couldn't ignore Max. So he is my vote for driver of the season. Next, I'm going to go for Matt. Are you going to choose someone different? Who have you gone for? No, I've given given it to uh, Verstappen, um, but I'd like to, if you've already done, praise Carlos Sainz. Um, briefly, just for how amazing he's done at Ferrari. Um, going into a Ferrari seat in your first year is not easy um, at all. Um, and to beat Charles Leclerc, finished fifth, um, fifth in the standings, um, it was just so consistent. Um, I think the last last time he didn't score score points was France. So from France onwards until the rest of the season, he was um, scoring points. But um, as you've all said, um, I'd also go for Max Verstappen. Um, one of the longest calendars um, F1's um, ever had. Um, 
you know, big respect to Verstappen and Hamilton. Um, I can only imagine the amount of stress and pressure they've had to go through um, with so many controversial incidents. Um, but him and um, him and Hamilton were on just a completely different level. Um, there was one, one race where um, Hamilton was first, uh, Verstappen was second, and then um, Bottas was some 51 seconds um, off Verstappen. Uh, it just goes to show um, how dominant and how uh, brilliant they've been this season. Um, Verstappen's had 18 podiums, as Sam's already mentioned, and, you know, two... Two of them were taken away with collisions with Hamilton. And um, yeah, Verstappen's, you know, I think deserves it, in my opinion. You know, he's, he's a world champion. Um, Hamilton, you know, he, he fought him extremely hard. And um, now I've got to give respect to both the drivers, but for me, it's uh, Max Verstappen. So we now know that Max Verstappen has won our driver of the season. But Joe, you can still give your vote. You could still say uh, someone else. Who are you going for? I'm going for Carl Sainz. Uh, as the way that he's improved over the course of the season, as he was very impressive at McLaren. Um, as in if, if Ferrari get a good seat and a good level paying with Red Bull and Mercedes, I would honestly tip him for the title for next season. As in, uh, that for me, that's how highly I personally rate Carlos. I was a bit, a bit gutted when he left, but then obviously got Ricardo, who who just need to find his feet. But I think Carlos signed for me. He's got he came fifth in the standings, three podiums. He's and and utterly deserved those three podiums. And he's fought his way back from a very disappointing, I think, six or seven races to to get fifth when Norris was like 50 or 60 points ahead of him at one stage. So, yeah, for me, I'm going to disagree on Mustafan just due to the fact that I think if they're on the level paying cars, I would I would say Carlos Sainz would beat, beat Mustafan. Oh, that is a that is a hot take, but it doesn't matter. Max Verstappen with three votes to one wins our driver of the season. Joe, the man who's always rated him, did predict him thirteenth in our preseason predictions. So uh, interesting, interesting one there. But um, yeah, the f- public vote, uh, the people who voted in the poll definitely agreed with us. Max Verstappen was. Um, heavily selected with 57% of the vote. It was pretty much a two-horse race. Sainz got 29% in seconds, and then third was Norris uh, with 14% with uh, one vote. So it was um, it's 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 an interesting one. Verstappen definitely deserves it, but Sainz he deserves a lot of credit for a fantastic season, has to be said. But Max Verstappen is our driver of the season, and that wraps up our awards that we're going to give out uh, given out five awards with Yuki Tsunoda picking up two of them well done but let me run through them uh, one more time so with a uh, race of the season it went to Hungary fantastic race there bit of a round of applause uh, drive of the season went to Lewis Hamilton in Brazil and he really won contender fantastic 
best rookie went to Mr. Yuki Sonoda for, um, for basically being better than the two hash, not too hard. We had Yuki Sonoda making it a double, picking up most improved driver as well, uh, which Robert isn't very happy about. And then we had Max Verstappen winning driver of the season. Had to, really, because of how fantastic he was. And now we're going to move on to the last thing. As I mentioned, we made some predictions. Oh, yeah. Joe, you, you stick around because it's we're now going to look back at the predictions we made at the start of the season. Uh, of course, Robert and Matt, you weren't with us when we made these predictions, but it was me, Joe and Josh. I'm going to ask both of you, Robert first, who do you think got the most predictions right and who got the most wrong? Well, um, I know that Joe had a, a, a very good prediction there for signs. So it's impossible to tell because they're predictions. So I'm going to say Josh did oh, the best. I would say Josh as well. Matt, who uh, do you think? I'd also um, say Josh. Um, I, yeah, I think it's got quite a few in the correct, correct position. So, yeah, I back Josh. Interesting. The, the in, interesting predictions. So, of course, we went through all 20 positions. We didn't know that Qubits was going to drive. And then we went through where each team would place in the constructors. So this score again, uh, is going to be out of 30. And uh, we're going to start with third place. Oh, God. With four out of 30. So just four correct predictions out of 30, which, to be honest, isn't that bad. Spot on correct. However, in third is Josh Bacon with with four out of 30. The bookie's (laughs) favourite. Let's give him a round of applause for those predictions. And... Now, now the favourite is out. It's, it's interesting. It's between me and you, Joe. Oh, I'm so excited. So Joe's mood has changed drastically. And I'll go to second place. In second place, with seven out of 30. Oh. So that's three more than Josh. 23% correct is me. Oh. With... <laughs> With, I came second. I'll take it. I just didn't want to come last. That means in first place, the man who put Ferrari in sixth in the constructors and signs and, and Leclerc in 13th and 12th in his drivers has won it with, bearing in mind, Josh got four, right? I got seven, right? Out of 30, Joe... You got 14 out of 30 correct. I'll you take got that. 47% of the predictions correct. If I guess Ferrari correctly, which I'll do next year, <laughs> I, I'm, I'll, I'll get all of them correct. That I'm not going to lie, Joe. 14 out of 30 is very impressive. Yeah, I, is... remember, I remember I guessed Williams to finish above Alfa Romeo and you said no. 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 Well, Joe, this is your opportunity. Do you want to give a, a winning speech? Yeah, I want to, to thank 
my parents for giving me this opportunity to to <laughs> to predict be a part of this um also like to thank josh for getting four points <laughs> giving me an opportunity of actually winning something and sam you as well for organizing it and um getting seven and then i uh can gloat now i can boost my ego yeah I am I'm gutted just because we're never gonna hear the end of this. Well um, until next year. Until next year, where I'm gonna come back stronger and um, and we've got five people. Yeah, exactly. More, com- got, more competition. Exactly. There's so much more con- uh, competition next year. We're gonna have Wait. Matt and Robert predicting as well. Sam, I won't I won't predict Ricardo in fourth next year. Uh Bia, Sam, what were you saying? Who won the <laughs> F1 game or fantasy? Oh, I, I, I didn't. I stopped playing after week one. Oh, it was Matt. So F1 Fantasy League. Matt wins it. We're going to give a round of applause to him. Uh, Matt, do you want to give a victory speech for winning the <laughs> Fantasy F1? Um, not really. Big up uh, driver streaks and driver qualifying. Um, yeah, my turbo driver was mainly Lando Norris. So uh, big up Lando. There we there we go. The the podcast has descended into madness with uh three hundred different awards being handed out. Robert for being our favourite Romanian also wins. And uh, I'd just like to to point out I didn't even participate in any of the uh, prediction or the fantasy league. So, but yeah. it, it's it's all good because we'll we'll let you off because of you're walking out of the room today. But um. <laughs> Yeah, that is the end of our award show where we gave out so many awards that some people agreed with, some people didn't. It was definitely a joy to be a part of with you lads. And um, it brings an end to our award show. Thank you for watching or listening. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media so you can stay up to date with what we bring you in the new year and can get involved in next year's poll and hopefully stop Yuki Sonoda winning (laughs) two awards. But um, be sure to like (laughs) and comment who you think deserve to win each award. And finally, from everyone at the Scenario 7 podcast, we hope you have a happy new year. Thank you.